Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Okay, welcome in to a Hottest Vikings Takes edition of Purple Daily here. Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikes to win a Super Bowl before we die and throwing reckless interceptions and blowing 14-point leads and giving up 21 points to a backup quarterback in the fourth quarter. Not the blueprint. Not the blueprint for winning a Super Bowl. Not great. So we're going to go around the room, give you our hottest Vikings takes. Chef Judd will do the pie chart of blame tomorrow. So we've got you got an extra day, Chef Chef Judd, to put together ingredients, whatever you need to do. Still, and I will cook it up. Okay. Uh, And before we jump into our hottest Vikings takes, a shout out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated recently named a top 10 place to work in the state of Minnesota by uh, Forbes magazine. And also a great place if you're looking to maximize your business through risk management. It is like having a great offensive line for your business. They've got 100 years of experience in helping businesses. Uh, they, um, They have a great list of resources too on their website if you just want to go and kind of peruse around you can see for instance uh, what industries they specialize in and if it matches your industry then maybe you should get in touch at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours does anyone have like a burning desire to go first with their hottest vikings take i will i will because i'm hot i'm (laughs) i'm hot but i'm not going to take i'm i don't think i'm going to take one of the prevailing things because i'm hot at koc after what transpired I'm hot at the defense for that second half collapse, which I think, you know, is fair game to talk about and to dissect what went wrong. But here is my hottest take, okay? And this take is something I do not think will happen. And this take is is something we have talked about a bit, but I'm just going to give you what sports dad is feeling in the old heart right now, okay? Okay. I am benching Nick Mullins for Jaron Hall for next oh, week's that, game. That, that was quick. That was yours? Sniped it. Do you have to oh, move you can, off? Do you have to move off? No, like, I think have he a can secondary stick with take? it. I, well, I have a different. I have a different form of the headline of this take. 
Okay. I have a different form of the well, headline okay. of this take. Look. So Judd, Judd go, Look. and then I will give my version of this take. Wow. Unless Kevin O'Connell wants to go completely conservative with his game plan, which he was not willing to do in the face of what is, I will say this again, the second interception Mullins threw was one of the worst I've seen from an NFL quarterback in watching this, this sport. He literally spiked the ball into a defender's chest, and, and he might as well have hand, – it would have been better if he had handed him the ball, like been like, okay, just take the ball. Um, <laughs> but look. I love how he was like he was like no my my arm was moving forward and the yeah, ref's like I know, I know. and the yeah. ball that's the point landed in the <laughs> well because at first they said clown. it's a fumble and then they're like no it's not a fumble it's just an interception it's, it's almost arm, worse my arm was moving forward yeah. arm, yes like, which is yeah, what makes yeah. it totally agree first <laughs> down the other way which is what makes it an interception Nick but no I am going to and and. Hall might be in over his skis. I know he's a project. He's a fifth-round pick. There's a lot of reasons not to play him. But after what I saw, I saw two terrible picks. I saw a quarterback who looked like he had looked at Brett Favre's career and Brett's missteps as far as passes went and said, oh, I'm going to one-up you. A Southern Miss guy's got to stick together. I I've, Look, I'm going, I'm going to give – Jaron Hall, a look. He deserves it. There's nothing that in his, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, 14 plays against the Falcons before he was concussed. There's nothing he did where I was like, oh my God, this kid looks like he is lost. And would I, do I want to do this? Do I want to say this? No, but I'm doing it. I can't take what I saw against the Bengals. It literally, I mean, if we think Dobbs was bad, Nick Mullins took a win and flushed it down the toilet for the most part, and the head coach didn't seem to know what to do to help him. Okay, bad relationship. I'm done. Jaron Hall. Yeah, wow. I didn't expect because you spent the whole week last week sort of I think you were more like siding with the team's logic of where they're yes. at with Mullins. I was explaining I, what I thought the logic was, and yeah. I'm, and now I saw that, I'm, I'm like, I'm just, no, I can't do this. And I don't know that, like, if, if we're all sitting here wanting now okay let's move on to jaron hall because we've now we've already seen uh, you know the worst version of dobbs we've seen we've seen the best and worst version of nick mullins in the same three hours because there was also a, a chunk of time first half and second half where that dude was like in rhythm just throwing great passes over the middle finding jordan addison yeah and that's awesome if and that's why he's a backup quarterback he's good enough to be one of the 45 to 50 best quarterbacks in the world which is why he's playing football today. Yeah, I guess we're, by the way, full disclosure, recording this uh, pretty, like, within two hours after the game. So th- this is, like, as hot. Usually we sleep on our hottest Vikings right. takes. No, this is raw There's and emotional. No right There's now, no okay? sleeping done. No sleeping. Um, but, like, for him, for him to throw those, he almost tried to throw it. He tried to throw a pick six, too. He's lucky that there was an offsides defender on the other side of the play that had nothing yep. to do with it. But yes. Uh, but I agree. I want Jaron Hall to. I want to get a look at him at least. I want to see like, can the dude play? Can he be the backup quarterback next year? If he lights it up, is there a chance that it makes you less desperate to take the fourth quarterback off the board? You know, late in the first round. So I don't. I don't think it's a hot take to say let's try somebody else. Let's see if somebody else wants to be a little bit less careless and reckless with the football. I just think that at the very least, the relationship of play calling between what Kevin wants and what Nick is capable of doing are not compatible. And and if Mullins had if Mullins had a little bit of um of um speed to him, if he had mobility, right? I might be like, well, okay, he can get out of trouble, but he's a pocket passer who is just like a stick of dynamite. 
And when he blows up, everyone dies on your it's, offense. It's like it is. It's like uh, like quarterback Russian roulette or something. Where yeah, well, you're going to get like eight to ten pretty good professional right. plays, like you said. But right. about one, and you know what it is? They don't have this anymore. But about eight or nine years ago, they had a thing called Doritos Roulette. You guys familiar? Did you guys ever yeah, try the Dor- Doritos Roulette? No. No, but I remember what you're talking Where, about. I remember uh, we yeah. I, we found, I, maybe it was just a Wisconsin thing, because I remember uh, my wife and I were out in Door County with some I friends remember. for the weekend. It was a cabin kind of a trip, and it was beautiful fall, fall fest, and we found some snacks at the probably the local quick trip, actually. And uh, they had Doritos Roulette, where one in every nine chips, so eight of them tasted like cheesy Doritos. But then one in every nine was like, light your head on fire, spicy. No, not doing that. Yeah. That's sh- that is Nick Mullins as a quarterback. Yeah, you know, eight, the first the first eight, pretty good. Hey, oh, yeah. TJ Hawkinson first down. Ooh, there's a nice whole shot to Jordan Edison. Then, whoa, what was that? <laughs> he's, well, he's freaking out. <laughs> and the problem is when when um, when all hell breaks loose around him, he has no chance to take off. Like, no. I feel like Hall he doesn't like, stop from trying, though. No, I know. But I feel like Hall could at least be like, OK, I'm 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 a dead duck back here in the pocket. I'm taking off. Right. Yeah. Mullen just like here, take the football. Dude. He, they kept showing his his family up there too. His his wife was like his wife must have passed out like five times. Like, oh, my God. Quick side <laughs> thought. Quick side thought. If I'm going to take my wife and, and my four year old son on the road. Right. Okay. So I pay for their plane tickets, blah, blah, blah. If they're not in a suite, they're not going. I'm not putting my wife and kid in, in the, the middle of the. Yeah. Like with all the fights and all the weird crap with drunk folks now. Yeah. I'm not putting my wife and kid in a jackpot of a visiting stadium. You, you, they couldn't. There wasn't a suite available. You can't. Well, that's what I'm saying. Couldn't she go? Couldn't she have been up in like the Joe Burrow and uh, Jake Browning suite? Well, they're, they were all why, taken. Like, I, I don't think a couple I don't more think, people, in but there. I'm just I, saying I don't think Nick Mullins' wife gets even though with with no, the poll that I NFL hear, yeah. teams have. I don't think Nick Mullins plus one gets, he, gets priority in the visitor suite. Why not? But he explained he explained that that he's got a four and I think a uh, year and a half year old. Okay, so like a so he's got two little kids and his wife is like, we're not going. You know, Nick, it's not going to be. And then Nick claimed he asked the four year old. You want to go see Daddy play? Which, of course, what's a four-year-old going to say? No, four-year-old. No, four-year-old apparently said you're going to be playing. Yeah. The <laughs> four-year-old like, yeah. said uh, you might not want to uh, do dumb things like throw <laughs> bad passes. But anyway, yes, I'm not allowing my wife and four-year-old kid, who they put the earmuffs on, to sit out <laughs> with the fans in Cincinnati. Sorry. So, all right, Dex, why don't you piggyback since it's a okay. similar theme? I'm going to take Judd's idea, and I'm going to add a little bit more of that Dorito spiciness to the headline of this take. Love it. Okay? The only thing that can save the Vikings season at this point is Jaron Hall. The only thing (laughs) that can save the Minnesota Vikings season is Jaron Hall. (laughs) Nick Mullins, great. He's a clipboard holder. He's a spot starter when you need him. He's not your future. He's not your future. He has to start in a pinch. And I have seen enough Nick Mullins to say, hey, if that was the one game he had to start, about as good as it's going to get, it won't get any better than that. I don't want to see any more of it. You got Jaron Hall. You got the guy in the building. You got a rookie dude who could be part of your future plans here. You got some big games left on your schedule. The Vikings defense has been good, but situationally, maybe you argue it hasn't been great. So how are you going to fix that overnight? 
Instead, you plug in a rookie quarterback. KOC, forget the Dobbs experience. Forget the Nick Mullins throwing on his keister in one of the worst passes experience. How about instead, you plug in the rookie quarterback who you drafted, who's been in all those meetings, who has been developing behind the scenes, and if there's anything that can potentially save this season, it's Jaron Hall. That's where it starts for me. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Wow, you guys! Like I love you guys, you guys instant move, instant moved into well, Jaron Hall. I can't, I can't take what I saw, or the okay. play calling for him. You know that Nick Mullins. I know that the the turnovers were terrible, but he also he also was twenty six of thirty three. So he was high completion percentage, three hundred yards, nine yards per attempt, which is massive. He did throw a couple touchdown passes. Uh, you know, I'm with you guys in that. I want, I want to see some Jaron Hall, but can I? I have two takes. I'm going to give you like, I'm going to save my, uh, my main take for just after we get done with this quarterback and KOC discussion here. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's flesh this out a bit more. Uh, there was, we had, we had a couple guests on Ventline, and one of them gave me a light bulb moment and said, Oh, I know what my hottest Vikings take is going to be. And then Connor from, from mound came on and he verbalized what my hottest Vikings take was going to be. So I'm going to let Connor have it, but let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Kevin O'Connell is P.J. Fleck. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing. I think right now, because the Gophers had a bad season and we, you know, Fleck blew a three-touchdown lead to Northwestern in the second half. So on the good side, P.J. Fleck came into Minnesota, elevated the program with a bunch of three-star recruits. He's not getting like four- and five-star. So he's taking rosters, elevating rosters, brings in a culture, the Gophers in the last six years have had huge win. They had an 11 win regular season. They beat Auburn in a bowl game. Like they're playing above their heads in so many ways because of the culture that PJ built. In game, PJ can be kind of a mess, needs a roadmap. He gets really stubborn throughout the six or seven years running the ball. Kevin O'Connell, I think, gets really stubborn passing the ball sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like an if it's like an ego thing. Both guys sometimes have inconsistent, like, fourth down strategies where they'll just kind of lick their finger and stick it in the wind. So both guys have a great way of delivering pre- and post-game speeches. They're both young. They're both pretty cool. They can connect with players. I think KOC is a little bit more of like a – I think PJ is really wound up. I think KOC is a little bit more laid back. But they've elevated programs with culture. Wins and losses look largely good relative to, you know – the, the few years before they got there, but we can nitpick all day some of the in-game strategy stuff. So it, it like those guys have a lot in common. Yeah, they do both sort of tend to like, if if it's the correct term, freak out. Um, now now it's funny though because like if PJ had been the coach with a two touchdown lead, it's like, okay, he's going to run the ball a lot. I actually don't mind that. Yeah, and and with Kevin, it's the exact opposite which is i've got this entire sheet full of pass plays i gotta call some of these pass plays there's there's an ego aspect to his pass i think he he thinks i can i can get in this guy's helmet and i can navigate him through the air and through his reads right yep 
Yep. And he did in Atlanta with Dobbs when no one knew a damn, when Dobbs didn't know a thing. Yep. But it was almost the more, like, it, it is weird. The more the system Dobbs knew, the worse it got. Because because uh, O'Connell was like, oh, I'll call plays that he can run. I know he can run these plays now. So, yep. yeah. Yep. And I'll, I'll say one more thing, too. He is three and three with backup quarterbacks here mm-hmm. as they go through this carousel. You know, Bill Belichick's coaching career is a disaster post Tom Brady with young quarterbacks. Most coaches, when given, you know, something outside of a top 20 or 25 starting quarterback are going to have a really hard time winning. So, yeah, I am furious about some of the things that happened in that game. But if you zoom out for a second here, like this talk about Kevin O'Connell, he should be fired. It is no wild to me like you need nope. to calm down you just feel like there was there should be a way to guard a 14 point lead on the road a little bit more agreed that's the only thing but yes yep. he's not i yes firing him makes zero sense yep my hottest take after we praise our friends at finch home solutions mm-hmm. here judd tell him your twin cities electrical home service specialists are finch home solutions in fact there is the van right there when you call that van it's going to come to your house going to take care of any electrical problems that you might might have and i guarantee if you call them uh today or monday cody finch and his team are going to come to your house and they're going to empathize about what a lousy football game about how could this happen because there's two things cody is passionate about uh one is the vikings and the second one is making sure that your home is safe when it comes to electrical needs big or small finch can do it all they can also install for instance the wiring and electronics for a hot tub. Whatever you need, Finch is going to be there. 612-357-2604. 612-357-2604. Or go to their newly refurbished, and it's very nice, website, finchhomesolutions.com, and set up an appointment there. Get more particulars as well. Finchhomesolutions.com. And uh, cheers to the official craft beer of Purple Daily. Saw a lot of people on their road trips, either going going to the game or going to watch the game, showing us pictures of their cans, Judd. That's Surly Before I Die Lager. You know, sometimes there's good, and in the case of the Bengals game, sometimes there's bad, but there's always one thing, and that's the mission that we talk about and that our friends from Surly have put on a beer can, Before I Die. Surly, though, so many delicious beers. Before I Die is one furious logic bomb. I could go down a long list, but... But better yet, go to your liquor store, check it out, and enjoy a Surly with the Vikings or, you know what, on your couch. And, as Phil just said, X us or tweet us your cans at Jay Zolgad at Score North Surly Brewing, a delicious alternative to the heartbreak that goes with that Vikings loss. Okay, here is my hottest Vikings take. That was a great loss for the Vikings yesterday. (laughs) Hear me out on this. Okay. All right. The, this team's not going anywhere. Okay. Does anyone t- tell me when I'm telling lies here? Stop me when I'm saying something. All right, Kurt. Okay. All right, Kurt Warner. Even if this team were to, let's say they somehow win their next three games, like there's still a chance, and we're recording this before the Lions play on Saturday night, but like there is still, even losing that game, you could still win the division if things bounce the right way. But let's say they get in with nine wins or, God forbid, they run the table and they get to 10 wins still. No. Are they really like, is this team with Mullins or okay, Jaron Hall is going to be the savior? Are they going into San Francisco? And they're not Super Bowl threat. I agree. Yep. 
They're doing no. the, the the absolute best case for this team is like a miracle road win in the first round and then get smoked by Dallas or something in the second round, right? Yep. So would it really be the worst thing now at this point? They're they're going to be underdogs most likely in the next three games, unless Detroit in week 18 sits a bunch of starters. There's a good chance to, uh, they might be like one point favorites over the Packers at home. Yeah. We'll see. Agreed. But the Vikings are in going into this week. They were in a mess of 13 teams that were either seven and six or six and seven. Like 40% of the league is seven and six, six and seven. And the Vikings, because of the conference tiebreakers, were sitting on the top of that heap of 13 teams with the 20, I believe the 22nd overall pick. So they lose this game. We'll see how all the other, there's, you know, Pittsburgh and Tampa, Green Bay, Denver, Indiana. There's all these teams that are sitting there. Well, the Raiders are six and eight with the number 10 overall pick. So if you lose out and the Raiders like win a game, math, I'm saying if you lose your next three games too, you're probably going to get a top 10 draft pick. So at this point, would you, we're, we're so close to the finish line. We kind of know what this team is. They're not going deep. And there's not like a miracle run happening here. Kirk Cousins isn't doing voodoo work on his Achilles like Aaron Rodgers. Like he's not coming back to save the day. Wouldn't you rather just, I'm not saying quit on the culture, quit on Kevin O'Connell, but wouldn't it be better at this point if they lost three hard-fought games, maintain the culture of competitiveness, but finish with a 7-10 and 10 record and the number 10 overall pick instead of the 22nd overall pick? And I could go along with that if they if they hadn't lost a game in which I think that the one thing is, and I'm not, as I've said, I'm not for firing or putting O'Connell on, on the hot seat at this point. But what concerns me, what I'm most frustrated by is his coaching is a question mark now. And so, yes, if, if you can assure me, Kevin O'Connell is going to come back next year and it's going to be he's going to be great in game and they're going to have a top 10 pick. Um, but what really rubbed me the wrong way, especially about uh, the loss on Saturday, was how it went. And the fact that they led by 14, big picture, I get what you're saying. I wish I have, I wish I didn't have an occasion to become so concerned about the coaching decisions of the team. So you're, it sounds like you're like, are you kind of, where are you at on Kevin O'Connell? I'm worried. I'm worried about, I'm, I'm not advocating firing him. And I think that with the right, QB, he could be fine, but there's been enough in-game things. Like like when you go to uh, 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 Fleckenian territory, Phil, that's scary. Like, and I don't think he's that bad. But I mean, PJ Fleck in-game is probably if the Gophers were a uh, like a competitive team consistently for like the Big Ten title, I'd fire him. Um, it were it worries me. It worries me because I thought he was. I thought uh, Kevin was good last year. And there's been enough this year that I am concerned. I'm not going to lie. Like, like if the goal is a Super Bowl, um, he is not even close to meeting what I think is the threshold in game for being near that right now. And that, you know, we're in year two. There's still time. I like him. I like a lot of stuff that he does, but I'm worried. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, let me give you guys two choices then, okay? Just to to illustrate my, and maybe maybe I'll just be proven wrong here by you guys. And you don't get to do the Judd thing and add a third option, okay? Only two options exist. That's They're right. seven and seven. Why would you take a cheap shot like that? You can either lose the next three games or win the next three games. What would you rather? Win the next three. At this point, you've come this far. Yeah, I'm with Declan. 
I'd rather win the next three. I would have, I would have gone for what you're t- talking about when this team had one win in five games, but now, yeah. yes, I'm team Declan. And I've seen enough with these quarterbacks now, or it's like, what's the point? And they're not. If and you, by the way, if you get this level of quarterback play where the guy's going to li- literally yeah. try and throw five pick sixes, and you're not, you're not beating Detroit you twice with drilled, that quarterback play. If you were getting, if the Bengals had beat you forty-two to sixteen, I'd be like, yeah, just lose out. You're screwed. But the fact that the fact that Kevin O'Connell is struggling with things like, I mean, attrition. Now your quarterback being hurt sucks, no question about it. But attrition and guys going down is, I mean, it's a seventeen game season. That happens. And for you not to be able to even, for you not to protect a 14-point lead against a Bengals team that, you know, in its own right, is not great. Like, it's not like, it's, you know, if this was San Francisco, it sucks, but I probably feel differently. No, I'm Team Declan here. I'd rather you win these last three, and I'd rather we see, like, really well-coached, okay, that was impressive. I'm I'm having a crisis of confidence. I'm not going to lie to you guys. But if they were to go three and zero, I'd be curious where your crisis of confidence would be because all of a sudden, then it would be Kevin O'Connell back to back, probably division winning teams that shouldn't have. Well, it would probably be backup quarterback eased a little bit, Phil. It would probably be less. It would probably yeah. be like, oh, okay, now I saw something good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a crisis of confidence in SLP right now, no question about it. The home of the sports dad. Uh, if you have like a crisis physically, your, your ankles back, you're on you're on the injured list. You're on injured reserve right now. Summit Orthopedics is here to help you. No referrals are needed with Summit Orthopedics. They offer same day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer walk in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week, starting at eight a.m. Twenty five locations in the Twin Cities and Greater Minnesota. You can learn more at summitortho.com. That's summitortho.com. So there you guys, there you guys go. Hottest Viking steaks. We got to spend some time on that defense too in the next. I mean, the pie, I'm guessing the pie chart of blame chart tomorrow will, is going to include some defense. Pie chart will address that. Pie yeah. chart will address a lot of things. It's looking so good for three quarters and then. No, I haven't right let a touchdown in a month. How about three in the fourth quarter to a backup quarterback? <laughs> yeah, to a backup quarterback. Exactly right. right. Wah, wah. All right. That's a wrap on this episode, this hottest Vikings takes episode of Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We'll see you guys tomorrow where Chef Judd will cook up a gem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.